Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. episode 37 of Yarns from the Plain. How are you? I hope you had a lovely Christmas. Now, before we start, I'd like to apologise for the slightly echoey quality of the recording, but I'm actually tucked inside the conservatory, and my lovely new conservatory, and it is echoey because there aren't any... There's not a floor and there's no furniture apart from the chair that I'm sat on and the Christmas tree. My delightfully tacky white <laughs> artificial Christmas tree. Um, but i am actually got the washing machine going and the dishwasher going and the tumble dryer going. So anywhere else in the house there was actually noise from that. And I wanted to record the podcast today because today is my second podiversary. I can't believe it. it. I've been podcasting for two years and this is episode 37. Now, I know some of you who've been with me from the start will know there have been a couple of patches where it looks like I've pod-faded. But I have to say, I never quite thought I'd still be... Well, I don't know whether I thought I'd still be going after two years or not. When I started, I wasn't even convinced that there was anyone going to be listening to me. I just had this need to talk about my knitting. And, um, hey, you're there. And you're listening. And you're interacting. We might be a small group you know, compared to some of the other podcasters but uh, and podcast listeners, but you are all lovely. And um, I'm just really thrilled still to be podcasting at, uh, you know, two years in. So it, today is my two-year podiversary, and because of that, what I'd like to do is I'd actually like to sort of give away prizzies. <laughs> How about that, huh? So um, what I thought is... Having spent some time last week reboxing up the stash, including, but well, not including, shh, don't tell, don't tell him indoors, but I've actually got some in storage out of the house, shh, don't tell anyone. Um, anyway, uh, I was going through some of the um, stash again, whilst I was trying to box it and make some kind of sense of the little bedroom, and I thought, I came across the fact that I have a lot of posh yarn. I love posh yarn. It's beautiful. But I seem to be collecting it a little bit like a collector's piece rather than to actually use. So I thought, right, okay, I've got some posh yarn lace weight and I've got some posh yarn sock weight. So what I thought I would do is I would offer up um, a skein of lace weight and a skein of sock weight. I'm not going to actually identify which ones yet. What I'm going to do is say, if you would like to be considered for a draw for a skein of the lace weight or a skein of the sock weight, then I'd like you to leave me a message either on the show notes here at www.yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com or over on yarnsfromtheplain.org blogspot.com or on the Ravelry message board or you could email me at yarnsfromtheplane at googlemail.com and you need to tell me whether you would like a skein of lace weight or a skein of sock weight. Now 
you can, in, in your message, just say which one of them you'd like. If you'd actually like to be considered for both and you don't mind, then put two messages in. One telling me what you'd love to make with some lace weight. The other one telling me what you'd love to make with some sock weight. And what I'll do is I'll use a random number generator to pick out one from the lace weight entries and one from the sock weight entries. Now, I think most of my lace weight posh yarn is probably green. So if you're not over fond of green, then, you know, it may not be for you. Um, but I have some gorgeous colours. And what I'll do is, depending on who I pick, I'll then have a little look on their Ravelry page and see what colours there are and see if I can match up a colour for you. It just seems such a waste that it's sitting there and I'm not doing anything with it because I love posh yarn. But I don't actually think it's robust enough for socks to actually go in your shoes. It's brilliant for bed socks or house socks. My mum wears her ones that I made her last Christmas a lot. She was wearing them this Christmas and they, they really look quite battered. So I might need to make her another pair of um, house socks. But with that scar, that scar pattern is really good because it's really stretchy if you don't have the slimmest of ankles. So I might make her another pair for her birthday um, in another set of um, the the sock weights so she couldn't uh, wash them. But they're not... They're, they're, because they're such soft, gorgeous um, yarns, you know, with merino or cashmere, I don't think they wear terribly well. Um, so, But it is beautiful stuff. It's so soft and it's squishy. I particularly love Emily. It's my favourite, I think. Um, I don't think they really do much Emily anymore. I haven't put any posh yarn for a long time. But there's... I've just got a lot, and it just seems a shame. So I think I need to release some out into the wild. So, you know, as my little birthday present to you, I'm going to put up a skein of lace weight and a skein of sock weight. And all you just need to do is tell me why you would like a skein of lace weight or why you would like a skein of sock weight, posh yarn. And like I say, if you want to enter for both of the drawers, enter for both with two comments. Okay? And I'll use a random number generator and then send it out. I am probably going to take um, a couple of weeks break in the new year, just simply so that I can get... We've got, we have some assessments coming up in school, and I think knowing from last year, they were quite hectic. So I think what I'm going to do is probably leave that drawer open for a month. Okay? So I'll draw that or the end of January. January the 31st. That should give people enough time. There may well be a podcast between now and then, but I think we'll do that. We'll make it the whole of the month of January, plus these last two days of December. So there you go. My birthday present to you. So how was your Christmas? I had a lovely Christmas. For the first time ever as an adult, I had Christmas in my own house. My mum and dad came to us and it was lovely. I learnt the hard way about catering for only four people for Christmas. I think I bought enough food as if I was catering for all of my family. Now, if I tell you that I have 22 cousins, that will give you some kind of idea. I think I could have fed them and their partners and their children and in some cases their grandchildren as well. Um, some of my cousins have grandchildren. So it, it was just monster. I've still got a, a fridge full of turkey. I've got 
a freezer full of stock. <laughs> For bearing in mind, I don't drink much. I seem to have developed a gin habit, which I'm blaming entirely on um, Hoxton and the, the sheep over at Electric Sheep. I think they've subliminally been talking about gin for so long that I've now developed a gin habit. Um, I've woken up slightly this morning, actually, with a slightly sore head, because I think I had three yesterday. I started at 20 past three. And now I know three gins over nine hours doesn't sound like a much, but when I don't really drink, that's quite a lot, really. Um, but there we are. So I just had a fabulous time. I had a fabulous time with Mum and Dad. Here, they seemed really rela relaxed and chilled. They've not been in the best of health this year, and it was just wonderful to be able to just wait on them hand and foot and not have them do anything. And that's that's just exactly what they did. I think Mum made a trifle, and Dad laid the table a couple of times, and that was it. And the pair of us just spoiled them rotten in terms of just giving them a chance to chill out. So I'm just so pleased that that we did it. It's just lovely. I didn't finish that one row hand spun scarf for Christmas. I finished it Christmas afternoon and gave it to Dad. Well, actually, I offered it to Dad before I'd woven the ends in, explained it, and said if I, he wanted me to rip it out, so I redid it so it was uh, wider, I would. But actually, it was just the right size for him to go round his neck once and then be tied through a bit like a tie um, and tuck in his collar. So he's delighted with it. My mum was rolling her eyes, because it's not... It's not the greatest. I've taken some photos and I will put them up. Um, but, you know, it was my first wheel spun. So the bit in the middle, the orange and browns, does vary in thickness. Um, but there's a lady who keeps getting fleece for me um, down at my mum and dad's and then sort of sending it up with them. So I've now got um, some Shetland, a carrier bag full of Shetland upstairs. Uh, now in the shed I've got two big paper sacks with two different colours of alpaca raw alpaca and another big bag full of Shetland and then she keeps saying well what, you know what's she knitted with it what's she knitted with her hand spun and you know I've been spinning for oh, you know nearly two years on the wheel I've had it nearly two years and I haven't knitted anything with what I'd spun nothing at all so there you go he can now show his scarf as a you know first ever wheel spun first ever knit with the hand spun so that was that. Mum loved her little gauntlets. I wish I had bound off in a looser, or done a stretchier bind off than I did. I didn't do the Pico bind off. I did, just did an ordinary um, cast off. I wish I'd done a stretchier one because to me it looks a little tight around her wrists, but she assures me it's not. Um, and do you remember I was making it to go with the grey coats? Well, I only gave her the pale ones. I never finished the mid-grey ones, but I think I'm going to do those for myself. But I'd actually forgotten that the reason she hadn't got her grey coat with her do you remember I mentioned in the Christmas Eve episode that she hadn't? It's because she bought the grey coat to go to funerals. I've given her a glitzy brooch and a pair of glitzy gauntlets to go with this coat. She's bought it for funerals. So there you go. My mother's going to be flashing the bling at a funeral. <laughs> but she actually said she was, couldn't believe how warm the gauntlets were, bearing in mind that they don't cover her hands and her fingers. But because they cover a pulse point, they are really warm. I think they're, they're smashing. So I can't wait to actually finish a pair for me. I forgot to mention on the uh, Christmas Eve episode as well that I'd also, you know, in all of the madness of not being able to do anything, oh, I, I wove those ends in on those corners Christmas morning before they got up. How bonkers am I? Um, I forgot to mention that I'd actually knitted Christmas cards for the parents. Now, not the whole card. But on the wool sack... 
site. You'll remember when I was talking about Woolsack, I'd got some of the ladies from my knit group to make some squares before I went to Harrogate using um, a nine-patch pattern that Jane from the Woolsack organisation had put together with snowflakes and different patterns on, and we'd done them as um, textured with pearl stitches. But I'd also done one or two... Um, with colours as well. Well, I did those in sock yarn on 1.75mm needles to make tiny little squares and then put them in an aperture card in red and white. I was really pleased with them. But, boy, it's hard to block something that tiny. What a nightmare. And then to actually attach double-sided sticky tape to it and stick it to a card. Trauma. It's a real problem. So, you know, didn't quite get it centred, but... I don't care. I thought they were fun. Mum thought they were fun. So that suits me down to the ground. I also took part in um, the Secret Santa on um, the UK Spinners board over on Ravelry. And my Secret Santa was the lovely Shunkleys, who has her own um, contemporary textiles shop. I, it doesn't look like it's... It's not, it doesn't look like it's an Etsy shop. It looks like it's actually her own website, www.shunkleys.com. I've not had a chance to actually look. I'm aware of her, but I wasn't really aware that she did her, She was in an indie dyer. So um, I'm absolutely thrilled. There is a braid of um, chiliot top in some beautiful plums and then a skein of Aracania natural wool, which she's also dyed, again in plums, and it's called Plumptious. And there was a gorgeous shawl pin, really nice, long pin um, with a blue, looks enamelled um, top with flowers on it and then a dangly chain with a butterfly and beads. It's absolutely gorgeous. There was chockies in there too, but I scoffed those. <laughs> Terrible really, isn't it? Um, so I had a lovely time um, stalking my gifty and, and then a bit of a trauma because the... Um, fibre that I'd ordered for her didn't arrive. It's still not arrived, and I've not had any confirmation from Etsy that it's been sent out, so I will need to chase that. I know that the dyer was winding her shop down, and I'm just wondering if she's just not noticed the order in the run-up to Christmas. But, you know, it was... I ordered it two weeks before Christmas. But there we are. I shall um, go and give a gentle nudge after Christmas. Um, I know that she's not at home at the moment, so there's no point in doing anything about that. So I went um, fibre stash diving and I bought... Do you remember I bought two gorgeous um, scents of um, Tussa Silk and I think it was Shetland from Old Maid Nant when they did a trunk show at Fibre and Clay and it was sort of rich purples and blacks. I was worried that it would be too dark for my um, gifties tastes, but... Uh, she's posted up on Rav that she really liked it so I'm hopeful that everything's fine so that was that I finished up the handspun scarf on Christmas afternoon and then I did finally cast on my rainbow handspun liesel and I'm knitting it on 8mm needles as opposed to 7mm in the pattern because my yarn is chunkier than um, the errant weight that I'd envisaged in my head um and I really like 
the colour changes it's going through. I've just um, attached in the fourth of the seven colours that are going down the body of the cardigan. It is going to be short though. I tried it on with the yellow, um, which was the third skein, and it was literally just coming underneath my bust at that point. So I can't see it going much further down than my waist, which is a bit of a shame because in my head it was much longer than that. But that could be due to two reasons. That could be one, because I still keep thinking it's an Aran weight and I've got much more yardage than I have. Or two, it could be because in my head, I'm much slimmer than I am in, in reality. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. And the thing is, I suppose, I mean, I've actually spit spliced the, the yarn in. If I'm careful with weaving in the end from the cast on, I've got no other ends woven in. I could, theoretically... Um, if I carry on losing weight, rip the whole lot back out again and re-knit it next size down, I suppose. Um, you know, don't know whether that will work or not. But it's it's really nice to knit with because obviously it's a mixture of fibres. There's, you know, it was predominantly from a scrap swap. So there's a range of fibres in there. I know there's a lot of merino. There's some silk from the feel of it, possibly some bamboo, some tensile, and I carded them all together. Um, the bits that I hand carded are nowhere near as well spun as the bits that I drum carded. So there's something that, you know, to think about, um, for future. But it does, it knits up really nice, but boy, I've only got the short eight mil tips for my, um, knit picks and I don't know if it's that that's making my wrist ache but I can only knit a few rows when I have to take a rest it could just be the weight of it because it is quite heavy there's quite a lot of um, yarn in it I haven't actually weighed how much there is but there's possibly you know as much as 900 grams altogether when I've, I've sort of count everything up that I spun Originally, I started off with 600 grams, but I definitely went and raided more, so there could well be more than that. I'd have to weigh the finished cardigan, because I, I never actually thought to weigh the yarn. Um, so I'm having to take breaks from that, um, but it's coming on nicely. And like I say, last night I joined in the fourth ball, so could well be finished within the next few days. I just need to then find some 8mm needles to do the sleeves on, really. Um, you know, But I'm having a lovely time with it. Really, really nice to knit. I'm just not sure it's quite what I had, but then, you know, it's because I spun it too thick. And I need to, I think if I'd just let the spun it and not thought about it, when I then Navajo applied it, it probably would have come out as an iron weight. Whereas I was trying to make it an iron weight and therefore I spun it too thick to start with. But there we are. It's all a learning curve, isn't it? That's what I keep thinking. It's all a learning curve. I forgot to say as well, I got a couple of, um, fibery presents um my husband got me a stand for my loom <laughs> so i don't have to take up half the dining table if i want to use it now which would be brilliant so i could theoretically weave in the conservatory when it's up and you know sorted and furnished and decorated so that'll be lovely because the light in here is amazing i know that sounds really stupid it's got a glass roof of course the light in here would be amazing but i didn't really think about it what effect it would have and it's just fab. There's so much light in it. It's just unbelievable. Um, and then my mum and dad got me the Fleece and Fibre Source book. <laughs> How gorgeous is that? Now, I haven't had a chance to look at it properly. 
um, a, she ordered it um, from the local bookshop shop in the town that I grew up in, and it's a fab bookshop. And anything they order tends to come within forty uh, within twenty four hours. And when she went to go and pick it up, apparently the um, shop assistants all said they'd had a lovely time looking through it. It looked all the pictures of the sheep. So I can't wait to actually sit down and read that properly. Um, haven't had a look at it properly at all yet, but uh, I'll put a review in in the next episode, I think, uh, and review it properly, but it is just absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, I think that's it for my podiversary episode. It just remains for me to say, if you'd like to enter into the giveaway, as I said, please leave a message over in the show notes or on the Ravelry page or drop me an email and get yourself entered in. Tell me what you'd like to make with the lace weight or with the sock weight, why you would like to win some. And I'll do the drawings for those on the 31st of January and aim to have a podcast up um, or done. I think Friday is the 3rd, isn't it? So... I'll have I'll do a podcast at some point between the 31st and the 3rd if I don't do one before. Hopefully I will do one before. And it just leaves me to, to wish you a happy new year and all the best for 2012. And don't forget, if you're in Britain, get a move on. Get a wall sack cushion done. Okay. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Yarns from the Plain. Show notes and links are available at the Yarns from the Plain show page at yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can leave a comment over there on the show page or you can email me at yarnsfromtheplain at googlemail.com or message me on Ravelry where I'm Tales from the Plain. Until next time, Take care, and thanks for listening.